Hey, welcome Knoxville, Ryan Coleman, Hometown Realty on my podcast on a Friday afternoon. Thank you for joining us back in the studio. Always enjoy spending time with you guys if you're tuning in or joining our podcast for the first time. I run a real estate firm here in Knoxville, Tennessee, top selling broker in the area. And we try to bring you these podcasts because let's face it, life, business, everything that goes on and being an entrepreneur, running a small business, it can get chaotic. It can get crazy. So I want to bring you these podcasts and we'd like to give you some information on how we do it, ideas, and maybe we can conspire and get our heads together and bounce some ideas. I'm a firm believer, iron sharpens iron. And so you guys are following me. Make sure you hit me up on social media, Facebook page, Twitter, um, Instagram, all those platforms. Um, if you're not following us, do that so we can grow. We're going we're gonna to grow learning together and bouncing ideas. That's how we grow. Um, but I've got a good podcast for you. Okay, We're talking about how to juggle family life and a business entrepreneur. How do you keep all that and be sane? So we did a radio show the other day, and we touched on this topic real briefly, um, but we run out of time. And I want to bring this to you on the podcast because a lot of guys or individuals out there, you understand that the process of running your own business, being self-employed or entrepreneur in this industry is not easy. It takes so much work and effort to get into the workspace. And the market's ultimately, ultimately competitive. You know, everybody's out there. Everybody's got the cheapest price. Everybody's got a new idea. Everybody's got a different way to, to, to kind of design their own business. And you're always combating now, then you've got your personal life. You know, if you're married or if you're single, you've got that space. And then you've got your kids. You know, some of you guys may have your grandbabies. And so all that comes in. And how do you juggle all that? As Friday ends, we always see the traffic picking up around lunchtime because it's Friday, right? You know, a lot of people are leaving early. They can't wait to get off for the weekend. And But how do you do that and be successful um, if you're not working a nine to five or if you're running your business, maybe you're working two businesses. I know a lot of guys are working, they're running their business, they're working another business, and then they've got a third business on the side. The reality, guys, is the cost of living is not getting any cheaper. Things are so expensive. If you look at college education, my daughter's only four. But if you look at that, that's skyrocketing. And what does it actually cost here in the next 10 years, 15 years to put somebody in college to what it was 20 or 30 years ago. It, the numbers are really blow your mind. And so there's a balance between providing for your family, providing for the household and spending time. And I think the biggest thing we get into the rut um, is we got to watch that and make sure we do have that balance. But is there a balance? I mean, is there, I mean, if you're all into your career, can you really be balanced? I don't know. We try to do that here at the house, and we always try to make time for family number one priority, but it's a challenge. You know, we're in the real estate space. If you guys are listening, being self-employed, no matter what your craft is, no matter what you guys do, you understand your job sometimes is a 24-7 deal. And if you're dealing with, you know, if you're in a service industry, it's always client-related. Um, if you're in the tax field, it's always driven. It seems like it's always tax time, and then there's another season. Um, or there's just a lot of professionals out there. My wife was in the nursing industry. There's just no shutdown in that industry. Um, you know, hospitals never closed. Doctor offices never closed. So it was a 24-7 uh, day a week job. I mean, it just never stopped. Holidays, Christmas. And so what did you do? Don't you get burnt out on that? And you can't pull yourself from that opportunity. And so I think that's where most people have that, that issue. And they say, well, what do you do to balance life? Ryan, I don't want to work all the time and miss my family. 
and I get that, and neither do I. Um, but I don't want to not work enough and be broke. And then that that's really the challenge there. I think the biggest thing which you have to do, you know, as a self-employed business owner, and I think things that we could all work on, I know, let me rephrase, I know I could always work on is our time management. You know, as a business owner, we get into business and we say, okay, you know, let's say I'm in sales or, you know, I'm a carpenter or I'm an attorney, you know, whatever your skill, your trade or your, um, you know, a musician or a talented artist, you're always good at your craft, right? You're good at what you do. It's all the things you think can get into business that are added to it. You know, as we're growing our office and we're spending what we're doing in the process, I didn't realize, well, we've got to, you know, we're growing to need an HR department. We need a property management department and we need a marketing department and we need A, B, C, and D. And before you know it, the whole thing, it's so, so time consuming. And, but in order to grow, you're going to have to be an expert of delegating that process. You know, the, one of the biggest challenges you have is as your kids get older or your grandbabies get older, right? There's a lot at the ball fields or you, you got moments that you don't want to miss. What I would say is obviously with the priority is make sure that you understand that in the process of working life balance, that you know what's most important. So you take the time to understand that you manage your time, which means, so let's just go back when I was a single individual. I didn't have to get up. I was never, never a morning person. Never liked to get up early. Always was a late night bird. And the challenge as you get married in married life and you and uh, a single guys understand that things change. And you're almost forced to become more of a morning person, which is a reality. And if you don't get up, you're probably going to get the whip cracked on you and ultimately have the conversations that we have. And, you know, I was dealing with one of my coaches and it was funny. And we were coaching for years in real estate and he was helping me. And I said, I said, Darren, have you ever been a morning person? Because I, I just seem like I'm a night person. I'm a night owl. I, I get the most done. I don't know what it is. I just got a lot of energy flowing. I'm on the computer. I'm doing different things. He said, well, Ryan, when you get married, you'll understand when your wife goes to bed, you may want to be in bed. And if you wake your wife up, you may see that you have real, real problems. So soon you'll be forced to be a morning person. I really didn't understand that until probably the last couple of years. And obviously a little one changes the situation. But uh, yeah, so we're having to, having to always redefine myself, right? Always trying to have to get better. But things like that's going to force you to be better. It's going to force you to be better in your business. Um, but there's, we all got 24 hours in a day, right? It's who's going to delegate, who's going to organize it, who's going to be most efficient with their time. I was listening to somebody that was talking about coaching, and what she said is everybody has this excuse that I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And what she was saying in her podcast, she said, you know, listen, write down, do a mental dump of everything that you need to do and put it on paper. Put it on paper and know exactly what you've got to do so you can get a lot of things in your head out and put it on paper. We do that consistently, and I didn't realize there was power in that, but what happens, we get so busy doing what we need to do, we get away from working on the business. And this exercise was really powerful because what we do is we got so many ideas for a lot of different departments, different things for our daughter and different things we want to do personally and health-wise and physical goals, but it all gets kind of clogged into the space of our brain. And before you know it, it just gets lost. 
I mean, before you know it, we're thinking about where we're going to eat dinner. What are we going to have to do? Kinsley needs this. And you get lost. But when we do that mental dump, they said that there's power in putting that down on paper because now all the things that you had that you want to do and execute, now there's an opportunity to plan it and put it put it on a calendar, put it on the schedule. I may not be as efficient with putting on calendar and schedule, but there is power working off a yellow pad or a a note or a list that both you and the spouse can work together. Just like anything on goals, if it's not written down, more than likely you're just running through the daily motions. But there is power putting it down, putting it on paper, putting it in front of you where it's visual so that you can achieve that. So I think the first thing that you got to do, number one, is put down as a family, what are your goals? What's important? And how are you going to get there? And I say as a family, you want to make sure that your family, your wife, your daughter, your son, are engaged with what you do. If they're engaged with what you're doing and supporting you, you're going to be pushing so much further. If they, if you don't let them know what's going on, uh, whether mommy or daddy's selling a house or uh, doing another business venture and in, encourage them in, they're going to be your biggest supporters. And they're also going to help you be accountable, right? So when you've got to make that call or you've got to step out and do some business deals, that's okay. They understand daddy's doing business, daddy has this going on, but daddy's going to come back to the pool and do certain things or daddy's going to be in the ball field and will do those things, but he has to have that balance between that. I think a lot of people say, well, you know, what's the challenge? And you're always working, you're always working. And I think there is some some of the challenge with that if you can work too much. But I think there is power in letting your children see at an early age that what is required in this marketplace. Because remember, they're going to be young adults soon. And before you know it, they'll be in this marketplace. And they're, they are going to be our biggest supporters. And they're going to mirror in everything that we do. You know what? I have a little mini-me walking around mirroring my wife, everything she says. And and, she, and then, of course, she's mirroring me and... Uh, and we butt heads sometimes, so it's so kind of funny. So we're so so alike. But don't you want to mirror? Doesn't he, don't you want them to mirror you in the business world or get an idea of what is that process? So many times as I was an early kid, uh, early on, I had no idea of what it took to be in business, and so many people don't. And by allowing your children to expose to that, I think that is a good idea, and it also shows them what is required, not only in sports, to be successful. So you say, well, Ryan, I don't know. There is, is there perfection? Is there perfection? You're trying to be perfection? No, not really. It just doesn't exist. And I think the biggest thing you have to do, and I do it, you do it, you're in the space, don't compare yourself to other people. And I think we get ourselves doing that. You know, well, you know, Susie's closing so many deals, or this guy's doing that. It's okay to look and see what people do, but let's not get engaged in their life. Remember, you've got to set your goals and your visions for your family. And you start running somebody else's dreams, somebody else's visions, you're never going to be happy. You always be, there's always somebody else that's going to do more deals, more sales, better video, better music, paint a better picture. There's going to be somebody else out there. Don't worry about that. Uh, Do what makes you happy. Achieve your goals. Um, I was a, I'm a big basketball fan. I've been for years. And when I was little, I had the pleasure of watching Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, some of the best basketball players out there. And the one thing I liked about Michael Jordan, it says, I don't ever compete. I don't ever compete with other people because there's no competition. I'm always challenging myself. I'm my biggest competitor. And I think that's so good. Uh, if you're competing with yourself, you're never going to lose. 
Now, listen, one thing that's so important, uh, and we all run into this, and this is one of the biggest decisions that I have, actually, is to minimize the length of making decisions. So if you know the example of, let's say, okay, perfect example, you've got a busy year, and you guys want to set some family time for the family, what you have to do is you can't take time and not put that on the calendar. And when you're making long decisions and you're delaying things, I call it procrastination, before you know it, you don't put them on calendar. They don't get done. And that's what happens where you get into work mode and you don't balance your life. So I'd say one of those things that you guys can do is make sure beginning of the year, part of the year, plan your family vacations if you can. Go ahead, commit to the airfare. Commit to booking the resorts. Don't worry. A lot of those guys, if you cancel within a certain notice, if something comes up, you can move it. But there's so much power of putting a date and notice. Not only do you get better deals and better pricing, but you've already committed yourself to that, that you've time blocked it. You know, we go on things called listing appointments or meeting with customers, and we set an hour or two hours to meet with clients, right? Why would you not set time with your family in a vacation? And, you know, there may not be an exact answer to everything, but I would say you and your spouse need to get together and try a lot of different methods that work. Um, one important thing me and April do, usually on the weekend or on Sunday, we try to get together and say, hey, where are we going for the next week? What can we do to improve? And it's just some things that we need to do. And we work on that list consistently. Um, I tell you, a lot of times, uh, me and April had a conversation the other day and, and we were chatting. And um, growing a business as a business owner is very stressful, guys. And I'm with you guys. We're in the trenches. Um, it's easy just to complain, isn't it? It's easy just to complain and this isn't working and that's not working. But you got to stop the complaining. Remember, when you have an opportunity to be in business and you got in business for yourself, you were so excited. And you couldn't wait till you, till you bought that first equipment, whether you sold that first deal, you got your business cards, you were in business, you were a true business owner. But now you got to roll up your sleeves, you got to do a little work, it's tough, the customers are complaining, oh, I lost the sale. It's easy to complain. But watch that negativity. It's easy to complain for a second, but don't do it too long. Remember, anything in life, if it's worthwhile, it's going to take work. It's going to take work on that marriage. It's going to take work to be at the gym. And it's going to take work to be at the bank account and have your money looking where it needs to be. And if you don't do that, then you'll see big disadvantage in your bank account. So we don't want to see that. Um, I, I go back to, you know, you always start with your spouse. But I look back at being a single individual was probably my biggest challenge. You know, as a younger individual, a lot of millennials out there, guys that are in the space and they want to put their career first. I was one that put my career first. And the challenge on that is how do you balance that time to find the right person, but you're always working during that time. But then at the same time, if you don't have a job, they're not going to even talk to you, right? Good luck. If you don't have a job, if you're not out there working, if you're not doing something exciting and you got something going on, well... We know, guys, that the women won't even talk to us or give us a time of day. So where's that balance? What do we do with that? Um, you got to have the right opportunity to meet the right people, and but put yourself around people that are like-minded. And I would say one of the biggest things when, when I was dating before I got married was be very, very selective. Watch who you hang around with 
You know, if you don't, you're not around other people that are, that are bringing you up and are doing good things, but if you're just hanging with the guys going to the bar every week, getting drunk or, you know, chasing women every weekend and just not doing anything with their life, that energy flows and it's contagious. And before you know it, you're chasing them every weekend. You're at the bar. You know, hey, you're at the sporting events. Hey, let's go down here and drink. Hey, it's Saturday. Let's go drink. Hey, Sunday. It's like, Lord, how can you do anything great if you're at the bar? You can't. And that's the challenge. But as that single individual, you're like, well, I'm not at the house. It's, there's nothing going on. That's why you got to be intentional. You really got to be around people. Uh, referrals are really great, believe it or not. Uh, dating sites, lots of different opportunities. In today's society, man, it's so different than when we were older. And uh, I know I met my wife. We were online dating. Don't laugh about that. Never been on that in my whole life. And I had a great opportunity and I got blessed and it was a good opportunity. I think that 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 phase is definitely the online dating now is the way to kind of meet people and really understand about it. But I would say that now, if you're married like me and you're in business and you're working hours and and you're consistent in the in the hours and what you're doing in your craft, make sure you have a spouse that's supporting you. Make sure your spouse is dialed in, guys, on what you're trying to do. I know it's hard, especially if she's got the kids. There's so much going on, and you guys have a lot of you know ball games and so much going on. But have conversations about what's going on in business and where you're trying to achieve. Because if you guys are pushing each other up, you're going to have a lot better opportunity. The marriage is going to be stronger, and uh, your goals will be exciting. You know, include your kids. So I think that that's important. Now, on the other hand, if your other spouse is not gauged in, then there's going to be some conflicts. So. I think that's so important. I talked about how making sure the kids are dialed in. I know my little one, I was telling somebody the other day, I said when she was young, I was carrying her in the infant carrier, believe it or not. And uh, I was taking her on appointments and showing houses. Kind of weird, kind of wild, but I enjoyed it. I'll never get back to that opportunity. My daughter was never six months or nine months or 18 months when I brought her out. And I look on Facebook, I got some of these little pictures and I see her and I never trade that moment, that time that I spent with my daughter and understand that with with the opportunity. I never had that if I didn't put 20 years in being self-employed in the actual business. So understand where a lot is given, a lot is expected. So you get those moments. You get those opportunities to do a little traveling and do little things that you wouldn't be able to do. But remember that opportunity of being self-employed where all the risks are, all the gains. It still starts with consistent hard work. I don't know, as we close this podcast down and kind of talk about it, what would I say would be the biggest advice to probably help people and understand a work-life balance? I'd say, guys, there probably is no exact balance. There is no exact science. Uh, I mentioned that you guys need to just kind of constantly keep working together on it. I think planning and putting things on the calendar really, really helps. But you guys understand, you're going to make time for what's important. If it's your daughter's ball game, it's her karate event, if it's her soccer event, if the grandbabies, you need to go down there and see them in Wyoming, you're going to do what's important and you're going to make that time. I think you'd find that if you start being more efficient with your time, if you're a business owner and you're delegating things, I think you would understand that um, you can be able to do a whole lot more than you can do. And if you have great teams and great support staff that's working behind you, you're going to excel at very high levels. I really appreciate you guys following us on this podcast. 
Thanks for tuning in. If we could be of any help, you know it's an easy number, 693-SOLD or ryancoleman.org. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We always got some new stuff coming on. Never know what we're talking about, but we're trying to cover a little business, a little personal life, um, what you need to do to grow your business. If you guys are in real estate, what you need to do to sell, uh, all types of different things of running a business. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great weekend, and we're going to catch you back next week.